drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers recommending movies two drinks at a time and also reviewing them. Hello, Brett. How are you? Humbug, Lee. How are you? Yeah, bar humbug. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Uh, Never said in the movie. Neither was bar humbug? Humbug, I think, is said in the movie. Not in this movie, which is a Christmas Carol is based on, is based on a Christmas Carol. Can't remember if he said it, did he? No. Anyway, um, he does say humbug in this movie, but not bar humbug. Okay, Bill Murray. That's more accurate. Yeah. All right. Um, Scrooge is the movie that we are reviewing, um, because it has a fifty fifth, fifty fifth, thirty fifth anniversary. Because I had eight and eight in my head. Oh, and that makes 5 and 5. No, no, but then I had 35. Anyway, my brain doesn't work, all right? The, there's two taglines, right? One is the spirits will move you in odd and hysterical ways. Incorrect. The other one is Bill Murray is back among the ghosts. Only this time Oh fuck off. It's 3 against 1. <laughs> oh fuck off. <laughs> that is terrible. Yep. Oh, yep. how unfortunate. Uh, then if you Google Scrooged, one of the people also asks, is a question I have written in my notes, uh, which we will come to at the end of the movie. Is it why? <laughs> yeah. Um, How? Let's have a drink. What for? Um, I made a Scrooged cocktail based okay. on the drink that he drinks in his office, which is like a, it's a vodka and cherry Coke. Okay, so it has You've gone away from the Russian vodka because he blames them for one of his oh, well, issues. There you go. I have vodka. The fr- oh, if you're worried about this bottle, it's a special edition absolute vodka. Right. Okay. It's still vodka. Yep. Um, we have our friend Cherry Brandy, who we swore we'd never see again, yes. and our good friend Coca Cola that could cancel out the Cherry Brandy, or the Cherry Brandy could ruin the Coca Cola. All right, let's see. But as you can see, I've left enough gap in the glass. If you just want to add more Coke or vodka, um, <laughs> do you like Dr Pepper? I haven't had it for a very long time because Shane bought a whole lot of Cherry Cola Soda Stream flavor, uh-huh. and then they accidentally sent us another batch. Um, but Shane doesn't like it because it tastes too much like Dr. Pepper. Oh. So I if you like... Soda stream. Okay. Well, you can use it as cordial. No, thanks. Cheers. Cheers. It's actually not that bad. I can tell it has cherry in it. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like cherry, except for the aftertaste. Yep. There comes okay. on the very back of the palate. No. <laughs> I feel like we found something that cherry brandy could work with. In a very small amount with Coke. Yeah. There's like half a shot in there. And yeah. it's still and you can still taste it. Can I cheat a little bit? Because I um have just had a candy cane. Okay. And so my mouth tastes minty, but these shortbreads are just here from spoiler alert, we just recorded two out of three recommend. So I'm just going to have a bit of shortbread and then taste that again. Okay, great. Okay. Say something about the movie. It's terrible. I mean, I don't know what to say about this movie. You know what, Lee? I had a revelation during my watching of this movie. Okay. Which I watched on a train. Yeah. Um, 
I am not a fan of Bill Murray. Yep. I, I was agree. watching this and I was like, I don't like this movie because of how he's acting. And then I remember watching Groundhog Day. Yep. Like it came back to me. And I was like, he's the same thing. Therefore, I don't like Bill Murray. We mentioned in our last episode, we yeah. mentioned Bill Murray in our top five SNL movie stars. Purely because of level of celebrity, stardom, yep. not likability. And what was the quote I read about him? It said, he popularized a sleazy, sleazy shady, yeah. comedic persona. Yeah. That's him yeah. in every movie. It His hitting on Sigourney Weaver is the worst thing about Ghostbusters. Which is saying something. Actually, he, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is, right. is good. The, the Ghostbusters movie as a whole works, and he works in it because he is a minor part, but his inappropriate hitting on Sigourney Weaver is the worst thing about Ghostbusters. How about... Uh, the, yeah. All right. Jesus. I'm going to take another sip of this. All right, good. It's actually not bad. Yeah, there's, there is the aftertaste of cherry, and the cherry lingers on the palate. Yeah. But... Um, Jesus, it's fine. Someone's been washing Um, the two most obvious things about the start of this movie, Bill Murray's in it. Yep, and the music is composed by Danny Elfman. Oh, the music was actually the best part of the movie. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, if this is not Danny Elfman, <laughs> um, um, but even like if you put this up a, up next to the opening of Beetlejuice. You'd think they were both directed or, by the same person. Because um, it's both that slow flyover. Adam's what family. What looks like a little model town. Yeah, Adam, Adam's family as well is kind of a flyover Yeah, thing. so John Landis, give uh, Tim Burton a little bit of money. You know what? I was like, oh, Richard Donner. What else have we done of his? Mm, mm. Superman. Yep. And Free Willy. Oh, yeah. This is our third Richard Donner movie. <laughs> They're his big three, too. And our second Karen, or third, or maybe fourth, Karen Allen movie. She was in one, four, and five. Was she in five? Yeah, at the, at the very end. She patches him up and they live happily ever after. Spoiler. Oh, that's right. She looked terrible. Yeah. Indiana Jones, uh, five, Raiders. now available on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Raiders, Crystal Skull. Dial of Destiny. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we've done we've done four Karen Allen movies, Lee. Richard Donner also did Lethal Weapon and The Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. He's big in the eighties. There you go. And conspiracy theory. Is it oh, the birds of drones? I told my friend your theory about oh not your theory. The theory. The theory the conspiracy theory about how birds are drones. Birds aren't real. Yeah. And everyone everyone I says that say that too, just about, responds with yeah, and COVID was just so they could change the batteries. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said to him. <laughs> anyway, can you tell we don't want to talk about this movie? Okay, the night the reindeer died, what the fuck? The whole Lee Majors? thing. What? Okay, I will say though, this is my favorite part of the movie. In terms of taking the piss out of Christmas, yeah, networks trying to jam Christmas into everything, it does that. Yeah, the cheapest joke in the movie, and that's saying something. Father loves Beaver. Yeah, um, I wrote, he's an asshole in a Bill Murray way. 
So the point of the yes. movie is that he's a TV executive that is an asshole. Yeah. He's not an asshole in the way Michael Caine is an asshole in Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I assume Jim Carrey is an asshole in a Christmas, his version of a Christmas well, Carol. Well, yeah, he's Scrooge. But he's an asshole in a very Bill Murray way. You know what which I Which is a bit too much for yeah. me. Like, does his name need to be, last name needs to be Cross? Like, we know he's angry. Yeah, that's I felt true. like that was a bit lazy. Rosetta, that reminds me of that joke about the nuns, which I won't say on air. <laughs> if you see me at Pride oh, about Fitzgerald, yeah. yeah, ask yeah, me yeah. the joke about the cross nuns. Yeah. Um, it's not deep. I, I feel like I'm repeating myself from Elf. Uh-huh. There are... So, it is an adaptation of Dickens' A Christmas Carol. That's correct. Okay. But it is not an adaptation of Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Bill Murray is not playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Nope. His assistant is not playing Kermit the Frog. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, right? There's not an actual person named Jacob Marley. Yeah. We have the ideas of those characters. Yes. And Tiny Tim, who can't talk instead of can't walk. Instead of... As a premise, mm. that is smart. I like oh, yeah, it as yeah. a premise of let's put it in a modern time, but don't have it, but have the same story. But I then also have the story that it's based on playing alongside. Yeah, I am okay with that premise. And if I am the producers and the film company, I am signing that, right? Yeah. And the premise is strong, Richard Donner is strong, and Bill Murray is strong. So I can understand if they signed it, script unseen. Yeah. The thing that it doesn't do is develop any character. That is correct. It is absolutely colouring my numbers in terms of ticking the boxes, again, of the characters that the that are associated with The Christmas Carol. Yeah. Grumpy man, nice... But downtrodden, poor employee. Yeah, with with, a kid. With a kid. And Um, a former love. Former love. Ghost, ghost, ghost. Former employer slash business partner. Yep. Ghost, ghost, ghost. Yep. Right? And then we go back and we see, we get an example of downtrodden people. We get an example of his family hating him. We get his funeral in Christmas future. Yeah. It ticks all of those boxes, but it doesn't get um, the message across of them. No. Because Christmas past happens, right? Yep. And then he's the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. After Christmas past, in every other version of Christmas Carol that I've watched, and I'll admit that's mostly Mickey and Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Okay. But in both of those versions... Yeah. He starts, starts to think. Yeah. At least starts to think Look about difference. Bill Murray is no Mickey Mickey Mouth. That's true. Who plays Ebenezer Scrooge in the Mickey one? Uh, I know Goofy plays Jacob Marley. Oh, so then Pluto. Because <laughs> Michael Caine is very good in the Muppet one. He is very good. Which we did last year. We did do that last year. Uh, so, a Mickey's Christmas Carol is from 1983. Oh. Oh. oh, we could have done that. 
you want to do that instead? Alan Young? Yeah, let's stop this episode. Let's <laughs> yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Oh, of course it's fucking Scrooge McDuck. His name is Scrooge, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. And then Ju- um, oh, Goofy plays Jacob Marley. Jiminy Cricket, Willie the Giant, Pete. Uh, and then Donald Duck and Daisy Duck oh. play the family. Uh, yeah, and then the Cratchits are other ma- mice, including Morty uh, and Ferdy Field Mouse. There is no Gonzo-type character in either of those versions. Anyway, after Christmas passed, generally speaking, he starts to change his mind a little bit. He yeah. doesn't go straight back to being a complete asshole. Yeah. But one of the notes I wrote just before that, in terms of the story, is, quote, by myself. Oh, great. I'm like 20 minutes in and don't know what to write. <laughs> Do you want to know one of the quotes <laughs> I wrote? The first thing I wrote yep. from the, the Lee Majors, what? The Night the Reindeer um, Died? The Night the Reindeer Died. I wrote, I'll wait till you finish your sip. Um, <laughs> why is one of the elves dressed like Cher? That was the first thing I wrote. And then the next thing I wrote is, Bill Murray is terrible in this. And then you wrote that a couple more times throughout the movie. Um, So, yeah, the tropes of the Christmas Carol story are there, but there's not much else going on. There's, like, we get the idea from the Christmas past moments with Claire that he was nice and was happy. When yeah, he was with Claire, but, but he we had terrible haircut. We so. don't get an indication from him that he wants that to be the case again. There was an. It, it was interesting when he was like that kind of call, phone call to her, and then she just rocked up. Yeah, I was like, "What?" That's I'm confused. A, yeah. Then, then we get Christmas present. And Not a Christmas present. No. Christmas present. Yeah. This is far from a Christmas present. The family scene where Nina from Just Shoot Me mm. is with Bill Murray's brother. Yeah. And we and they're playing- see that he's missing out, yeah. but he doesn't actually care that he's missing out. He just cares that he would get the questions right. Yeah. So he's still an asshole. He's not getting the message. Right. But then he almost does at the end. Then we go to Christmas Future. Right, and yes. this scene, A Christmas Yet to Come, in Charles Dickens' yeah. version. The, this annoyed me, right? Yep. Because in the other versions, the point of Christmas Yet to Come mm-hmm. is that he dies yep. and everyone is happy. Yes, yes. Like, Bill Murray yeah, like just cares. Like, yay. Bill Murray just cares that he's getting cremated. He cares that he has died, not that everyone's happy that he died. He cares that he died and that Karen Allen became a bitch. And that's the only thing we see where he cares for another person. Yes. Before he does a complete 180 live on air. There is a little bit of, oh, I'm a shit brother. Well, when his brother's like, Wendy Malick? Yes. Um, I Wow. Um, That's much better than saying (laughs) Nina from Just Shoot Me. (laughs) She was like, 
he never comes. When are you going to stop inviting him? And yeah. he's like, he's my brother. Then you're like, oh, I'm a shit brother. I should get him more than a towel. Yeah, but he still he doesn't uh, doesn't say the VCR is okay until he does a complete 180 live on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I loved not- it when nearly at the end of the movie right now. Well, <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone knows the story of a Christmas Carol because yeah. you've seen the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's the only reason why we know the story. Or you've seen The Simpsons do it, or Family Guy do it, or American Dad do it. All right, we're getting into your impact yeah. already. <laughs> the yeah, there's just not much to say. It, yeah, it felt ordinary and it didn't have any depth. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. is one of the iconic stories of Christmas. That's correct. And it embodies and represents the idea that you can change and you can be nice and things on Christmas can happen that are good and nice. Yeah. Yeah? This movie doesn't do that. Uh, Absolutely not. It doesn't buy a goose for anyone. Where is the goose? Exactly. It's the number one most important character in Christmas Carol. Yeah. Gonzo. Other than Carol herself. Yeah, true Carol. And Gonzo. Oh, and the the little Rizzo the Rat. Yeah. Tiny Tim, who did not die. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, I'll link to our our Muppet Christmas Carol episode (laughs) for anyone that wants to listen to that because it is longer than our discussion of Scrooge. I can tell you that already. He doesn't do anything nice. No, he, he doesn't. Yeah. He gives back the shotgun guy his job, right? Well, well, was that because he was nice or because that's the only way to stop Bobcat Goldthwait trying to kill you? <laughs> what the fuck Possibly. is that voice, mate? And also, what is that name? Well, that's a could. They were looking for Rick Moranis. Uh-huh. But he was shrinking kids. True. The... That sounds so dodgy. Uh-huh. He was in the movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Say that. Or put an allegedly on the end of it. Nah. 100% was tricking him. The He goes absolutely nuts in the TV studio at the end, and no one is into it. Yeah. Until he kisses that woman. What the fuck? And then everyone's like, yeah, fucking Merry Christmas. Yeah. Mistletoe. Unconsensual kissing. And then, speaking of unconsensual kissing, not Rick Moranis, kisses the tied up sensor. Things we would change. Oh. Along with this movie. Yeah. The only good script writing, only really good script writing. Yep. That his monologue at the end Mm -hmm. doesn't sound scripted. Yes. He is totally unhinged, and the monologue sounds like that. The My favourite line was mm. when Jacob Marley slash whatever his name was slash John Forsyth yes. comes in and he starts banging. So in this scene, it also had a nominee for worst line for me, but also my favourite line. He's like, bang, bang, shooty, bang, bang. Yep, yep. Um, and then that character, can't even remember his name, Goes not Jacob Marley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes. I don't mind you shooting me, but take it easy on the Bacardi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's funny. Can we get more of that, please? We got the Bacardi up there. Don't shoot the Bacardi. We got. Jeez, that's a shooting range. Our top shelf. There's no. It's a parlor game. It's a parlor game. It's an arcade game. Ding ding tickets. 
Then the ending. Yeah. Well, not the ending. Just before the ending. The ending, yeah. If you couldn't guess this was going to happen, don't ever watch a movie again. (laughs) All right? Okay. If you could not guess that the little boy is going to say, God bless us, everyone. Oh, okay. Go back to primary school and get a teacher to teach you comprehension. But do you know, or do you know, do you also know why, apart from him looking at the TV when it says it on the TV and him going, Nodding. And then him looking at the sound stage yeah. when it happens and nodding. Um, the fact that he's playing Tiny Tim, essentially, and Tiny Tim says that in the Christmas Carol. Yeah. you Like writers, John Landis, I think, wrote this. You didn't need to make it that obvious. Yeah. All right? We get it. He's Tiny Tim. Can we talk about the credits? Oh, no. Um John Landis didn't write it. Okay. Mitch Glazer, Michael O'Donoghue, and Charles Dickens wrote it. Charles Dickens, you've done better. <laughs> you've done so much better than this, Charles. Um, you like that cider. He makes a good cider. According to yeah, according to IMDb, they're the three writers of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he get a Razzie nomination for worst writing? Oh, geez, I hope so. Oh. Um, Carol Kane's good though. I was going to comment on the ghosts, right? Yep. One, none of them that are that big giant. Yeah, that's true. Um, Carol Kane was fucking annoying. Like, she's good, but it's so annoying. So, Bobcat Goldthwait, right, plays Elliot Loudermilk. Yes. Just what kind of names, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, yes, Carol Kane plays the ghost of Christmas present. David Johansson plays the ghost of Christmas past. That was stupid. With the taxi driver. Yeah, I don't know about that. But in IMDb, there's no ghost of Christmas future. Well, because it's just, it's not a person. Yeah. It's just like death. Like in the other ones. Death. The salmon moose. The salmon moose. Um, yeah. Look. It's just, yeah, that um, dead frozen guy. Look, it's not a great movie. Uh, if anybody, uh, you know what I'm actually going to, the impact it's had on me now mm. is I'm going to look every movie I go to watch now, I'm going to check if Bob Bobcat Goldthwait is in it and I'm not going to watch it because I could not listen to that voice for one second more. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is that? Even when he's sober. Oh, Bobcat Goldthwait. So, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. That was really bad. So it just. It just came to me like a silly 80s version of A Christmas I Carol. It was terrible. There wasn't any depth. Nope. And as I said with Elf, they sacrificed that depth so that you would have Bill Murray being Bill Murray. Yes. So if you are a fan of Bill Murray, sorry that we've abused him for 25 minutes. Yeah. But we are not. And it's not necessary. Hmm. I'm not a huge fan of vehicles for the sake of vehicles. Yeah, there have know. to be stories in there. We know. Okay? I won't Let's do not that rant that again. again. If I'll you want that rant, listen to Elf last week. Copy and paste it from last week's episode. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the credits? The sing-along. What the fuck was that? What the hell was that? Why? I had that song stuck in my head the whole rest of the day. And it gave me the shit. I turned it off. I was like, just the men, just the real men. What the what? I'm so confused. Put a little love in your heart. 
with any Linux. Yeah. Oh, was any Linux there? Well, it in it's like you know how they were doing it, and then over the rest of the credits, they had the real version oh, of it. Oh, any Linux and Al Green. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's unnecessary. Anyway. So was Brown Eyed Girl being in there? Anyway, anyway Danny Elfman's music was good. Yeah. Story wise, it t- just ticks all the boxes of Christmas Carol and then puts Bill Murray's jokes on top. Yep. Okay. Cool. What was the impact of it? Um, it was Bill Murray's return to acting after Ghostbusters. Which the tagline tells us. Yeah. Because he didn't like doing Ghostbusters. Also, I don't think he liked doing this movie either. Mm. And the only other thing is that it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Makeup. Should we do some awards? Yeah, let's not talk about the impact of Christmas Carol. We've done that in our Muppets episode. Like, yeah, the things that reference Christmas Carol don't reference this. Scrooge, no. Yeah. This is this is the result of the impact, impact of, of a yeah. Christmas Carol. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, the um, Andy Millman from Ricky Gervais' Extra's Worst Extra Award. I actually struggled a bit. I have this one, right? Uh-huh. When ghosts take you back in time, right? This is a scientific fact. Mm. People can't see you. That's correct. And people can't interact with you. Yeah. Why do the extras have to squeeze their way between them at the Christmas party? Mm, I didn't notice that. I did notice that multiple times. That is my nomination for worst extras. That's Richard Donner's fault. But the extras get the nomination. Mine is the censor woman. Yeah. What? Because she got unconsensual kissed? No, just because all she was there to get knocked out four times. She's just a slapstick I joke. thought it was fucking stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. But I'll go with yours. Okay. Because mine was a reach. <laughs> <laughs> um, best extra. Named after Estelle Reiner. Yeah. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. The extras I noticed are just plain. Kinda average background people. The extras I nominated were both old women, um, okay. much like Estelle Reiner. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Claus from okay. the start. From, because yep, it was the like night the rain attacked died. and she's like, let's get him. I found that funny. <laughs> and then he steals an old woman's taxi. And then she's yeah. like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Love old women. Sweetheart, I like that obviously. as well. Um, my other nomination is the boy. Oh, I was thinking about it. Best extra. He has one line. He has one line. But he's in it a bit. It's an iconic line. Mm, I don't think we can count him as an extra. Okay. So it's Mrs. Claus then. Okay. All right. I was going to put an E on Claus. I, I'm going to watch Santa Claus. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I'm like, why has it got a squiggly underline? Um, I'm going to watch, uh, yeah. Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, which The Santa Claus 2 was released in 2002, so that doesn't work. What about, yeah. 1994. Next yeah, year. There we go. There you go. All right. Um, we are doing now the Ben Stiller from There's Something About Mary Most Cryingest Moment, even though I saw it coming literally a mile away, an hour away. Yeah. I moistened when he said, I God bless you. us, everyone. I knew you would have. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did moisten my eyes moistened when that scene happened. The Halle Berry X Men Worst Line Award from that scene with not Jacob Marley, 
when he says bang bang while he's shooting the gun. Bango, kabang, blam, boom, or whatever he says when he shoots yep. the first visitor. I wrote, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote that fairly early on because we didn't know who he was then. Unnecessary. Um, I also wrote, um, if I were in charge, and I am. I just I find lines like that stupid. Another hour until this one. Make sure her nipples are covered. Feed me, Seymour. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Why? I wrote... Why? You know what else I wrote was... They were talking about the mouse. Yep. And how do you get the antlers on? I tried gluing them on. How about you staple them? He goes, staple them? I wouldn't do anything in the world to hurt this little fella. You just try gluing antlers on his head. Well, maybe that's not going to hurt. God. I also wrote... The Jews taught me this great word, schmuck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the way he said Jews. So when I looked up Scrooged taglines, this Mm. is why I think Feed Me Seymour has to win. Google says... Because it makes nothing, makes no sense, has nothing to do with the movie. I googled Scrooge taglines for the start of the episode, right? Yeah. The second thing under Google's suggestions of people also ask is... Why does he say feed me Seymour in Scrooged? Yeah. Does anybody answer the question? Scrooged concludes with the cast and crew singing Put a Little Love in Your Heart. For his part, Murray went a bit off script, adding in lines like Feed Me Seymour, a direct reference to Little Shop of Horrors. But why and why was it kept in? This doesn't say. Uh, well, that's easily the worst. And, and I can't believe it's not going to be Bango Kabang Blank Boom. Uh, feed me Seymour, feed me. Feed me Seymour. Why? Why is it in there? If yep. anyone knows, get in touch with us on the socials. Rick Moranis, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah. Is there an iconic scene? I just wrote the speech at the end. If you're a fan of the movie, I guess it is. But yeah. like, we are a fan of movies and don't know the scene. Yeah. Is it iconic enough to even worth me looking for it on YouTube to make a TikTok out of it? On our honour <laughs> board of awards, do we just put a not awarded? Yeah. I don't think it has an iconic scene. N.A. N.A. It's not an iconic movie. No. N.A. I thought it was terrible. You know what I gave it on IMDb? One. Three. I was being generous. Oh, that's very generous. Actually, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So, um, so far, our last episode of Two Out of Three Recommend is longer than this one. Let's add... (laughs) Let's talk about top five. (laughs) All right, because we have reviewed Scrooge uh-huh. with Bill Murray. Scrooged. For Scrooged. With you know Bill what Murray else I, I was saying? Like, sorry. You know, yep. during the thing, they're like, we're doing a live show of Charles Dickens' Scrooge. Yeah, that's not correct. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why are they, are they calling it that to remind us why they called the movie Scrooged? Also, is it meant to be an asshole thing that he. Did it so that it still is running at midnight? Uh, potentially. Arsehole. All right. Now, because we're reviewing Scrooged with Bill Murray for Two Drink Cinema, yep. our second of our Christmas vehicles Yeah. for comedic actors. Mm-hmm. We're not doing vehicles for comedic actors as our top five. We're doing top five movies based on but with a twist on... Classic literature. Yes. Shall I rephrase that? 
It's movies based on classic literature, but with a twist. That's better. So it's not like um, A Christmas Carol. It's Scrooge because they twist it. It's not like Emma Thompson in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, it's... Russell Crowe in Les Mis. It's not even that. No, it's that's not just that. Les Mis. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not those two But things. if they did like a teen, it's, it's she's all that. What's that Amanda Bynes if one? If they did that. a bloke that steals a loaf of bread yeah. in 2023 Eleven. Melbourne. Oh, oh, yeah. That's Les Mis. Well, you could because cost of living. So. Yeah, true. Cost of living. Should we get into it? Not cost of living according to Coles. Well, Apparently they've given some shitty Christmas presents to their staff. I saw some Twitter come up on my Twitter. Yeah. Um, tweet on my... Or somebody X'd on my ex. Um, it came up and it was like, this is how much a meal costs. And it was like, loaf of bread, $7.80. I'm like, okay, just get the cheaper bread. Don't go to the fucking farmer's yeah. market for bread. Ham, $18. I'm like, what the hell? Like, It, it was like they bought yeah. the most expensive thing of everything. Then it was like, cheese, $8. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's probably yeah. the cheapest. All anyway. right, we're doing top five movies based on classic literature, but twisted. With a twist. Mm, you go first this week. My number five yep. is Big Business. Starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Based that on? That is a twist on Shakespeare's Comedy of Errors. Oh, it is too. There you go. I think we even talked about it in our episode. Just FYI, three of mine are based on Shakespeare's. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, nobody will be surprised that I like that because it's a Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler. It's got a little bit of a mix-up <laughs> in it. And, and we, yeah. Two go of back, mine go back are and listen. based on Shakespeare's. Okay. I've, I've done some research for this one, meaning I had to look things up. Yeah. Number five. Okay. Pretty Woman. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, which is... Pygmalion. Yeah, Pygmalion slash... Um, my number four. My Fair Lady. <laughs> okay. My Sorry number four yep. is My Fair Lady. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it is a twist on Pygmalion. It is. Um, so Pygmalion was a poem and then a play and then My Fair Lady was based on the play... That was based on the poem. Oh. Yeah. And then Pretty Woman was probably more based on My Fair Lady, I feel, than Pygmalion. Yeah, but I don't know how much it was other than she was a prostitute and now she's a classy broad. He's a rich man. Does he have a bet with a friend? I don't remember a bet with a friend, but it's been some time since I've watched it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I really put it in because I was running low. about a gerbil? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. My number four is Bridget Jones' Diary. Ooh, okay. Based very loosely. Very loosely. On uh, Pride and Prejudice. I wonder... Yes. ...if you'll agree with my number three. Okay. The Lion King. Okay. How... Well... It's mm, Hamlet. I have to agree. (laughs) Because it's also on my list. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? I it's thought about it. It's the loosest of the, my list. Wow, that sounds bad. You know what I mean. Well, it's not the loosest of my list because Pride and Prejudice is on there with Bridget <laughs> Jones' diary, right? So, um, no, it is. And in my research, it came up on the list and I'm like, oh, no, is it? And I'm like, no, it is. Yeah, it is. In the same way that the first season of House of Cards... Is Macbeth. Is Macbeth. Yeah. I might rewatch that. Am I allowed to? No. Oh. 
is it is there any, like because Robin Bright's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, she's good in it. Sorry, she's very good in it. Maybe we'll just watch season six then, <laughs> where he's not in it. That's the worst season. Anyway, uh, yeah. All right, my number three mm-hmm. is based on the Taming of the Shrew. Ah, ten things I hate about you. Number three, Vale Heath. Ten things I hate about you is a better movie than. I like it more. Okay, it's a better movie than Bridget Jones for me. Okay, and I like it and have seen it more times than I've seen Pretty Woman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. My number two. Yes. Might also be a bit of a stretch. Nomeo and Juliet. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, Moulin Rouge. Based Arbo on... M. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. It's in there. All right. My number two. Yeah. The Lion King. Okay. <laughs> I believe we yep. might have the same number one again. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. This the list is a bit different. You didn't have ten things I hate about you in there. Not yet. Should I do my honourable mentions? Yes, please. Okay. So my three of my honourable mentions mm. are ten things I hate about you, Bridget Jones's Diary, and Pretty Woman. Okay. Um, my other honour. I have two more. Yep. Clueless. Yes. Which is based on Emma. Yep. And Rent, which is also based on Love Away. Okay. My I only have two honourable mentions. This okay. is like I had to do some serious research. Yep. Because none came to mind, really, other yeah. than three of my top five. <laughs> yes. Uh, Warm Bodies. Okay. Which is a a bit of a flip of a zombie movie starring Nicholas Holt uh, as a zombie. Well, he already looks like one. So. Yeah. He didn't have to lose any weight. He didn't have to um, put on any pale makeup. And Australian Teresa Palmer who is in a show I am going to talk about Clive's in our daughter. next episode of um, Two Out of Three, Two out of three Recommend. She is a human named yep. Julie. Fuck yep. He is All a right. zombie named R. <laughs> and they Just the letter R. Yeah, they shouldn't fall in love, uh, but he mm, starts okay. to have a personality, and so people are saying it is based on a book... That was inspired by Romeo and Juliet. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is Clueless. I've seen only as much as TikTok will provide me, which is a lot of the movie, but I haven't seen the movie. Okay. <gasps> I just remembered one. Oh, God. Oh. Do you have to change your fives? No, it's coming in as an honorable mention. Okay. Easy A. Yeah, I, I was going to put that in, but I wasn't sure if it was that based on it or if they just read it. They read it, and I'm pretty sure it's based on the Scarlet Letter. The Scarlet Letter. If it is, then I might change my. I'll chuck it in my honourable mentions as well. A common sense media. Oh well. Says parents need to know that Easy A is a smart teen comedy inspired by Nathaniel Hawthorne's classic novel, The Scarlet Letter. So that is for the parents out there who go to their PTA meetings trying to get books cancelled, yep. and The Scarlet Letter is one of the ones they want to cancel. Uh huh. Also, if you're that type of parent, don't watch Easy A. Yeah. That's a good movie. Stanley Tucci. Great. Great. Patricia Clarkson. Great. Great parents. Emma Stone. Great. Emma Stone, great. Yeah. Stanley Tucci, Patricia. Thomas Hayden Church. Penn Badley's in there. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow's (gasps) the Amanda Bynes is great in that. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Pre-Meltdown, Amanda Bynes. Yep. Great. 
Oh, um, also, just so you know, Wikipedia's asking for money again. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so they're my uh, honourable mentions. Warm Body, Easy A, and Clueless. Should we should we say our number one together? Yes. Really? It is West Scrooged. Side Story. <laughs> it's West Side Story. It's West Side Story based on Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Yeah, Romeo Look, and Juliet. Iconic. What, what, what more can you say? The original, 1961. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not well, talking yeah. 2021. Well, also. 61's better than 21. Yeah, but 20. But that's not bad. That's rose-colored glasses. Yeah. For me. I love it. Yeah. But that's also like saying the old Fraser's better than new Fraser. No, that's a fact. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> so it's that other fact, but it's like very high standard is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. They're our top five. Three of mine based on Shakespeare. Three of mine based on Shakespeare. And, um, well, yeah, if you count one of my honourable mentions, four of my eight, which are based on um, that Shakespeare guy. Shakespeare guy. Yeah. And his team of writers that wrote stuff for him. Allegedly. (laughs) Fact. Might be writing a book about that. Oh, really? Is it called Shakespeare in Love? No. Okay. Is that based on any Shakespeare? Um, just his life. It's just generally there. Anon. That ain't no man. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> scary movie reference. <laughs> All right. Don't go behind it. Sorry. I won't. I'll stop now. What are we doing next week? All right. Please that's our number five. Movie. Number five. There are top five of uh, movies that are inspired by classic literature but have been done with a twist. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Next week on To Drink Cinema, we are doing another movie. That's good. That is to do with Christmas. Okay. This one is Nostalgia. Okay. We have seen, but probably not for a long time. Yeah. Home Alone 3. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Can we go to a caravan park and watch it in a big tent with other people? <laughs> and then have soft serve and ice cream. And then watch at the Spy. Oh, yeah. And then do a talent show. Um, that is, no one gets <laughs> that. Nobody gets that reference. Because the other person that might get it doesn't listen to the podcast, yeah. the third brother. Um, I'll be home for Christmas uh, starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'm not going to look it up. Uh, because we need to do a six degrees of separation from Jonathan Taylor Thomas to Bill Murray or Karen Allen. Do you reckon Bill Murray's been in a movie with Chevy Chase? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, they were in SNL together. Just if we do, we can, but what if we go Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Tim Allen? Tim Allen? Yeah, Home Improvement. Yeah. But that's not t- that's Tim TV. Allen gets us to Toy Story. Chevy which Chase. gets us to a lot of people that might have done stuff. We're finding out as we at, in 2023, we found out that John Ratzenberger's done a lot more movies than we realised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going with the Bill Murray. Yep. Was Chevy Chase in Caddyshack? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. No, I don't know if it, that he was. Who's in National Lampoons? Was George Went in that um, movie? Man of the House? Yeah. Yeah. Because then we can go... No, I don't like that. Oh, yeah, okay. George Went, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Went. 
oh, no, we don't. Chevy Chase is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's what you're trying to do. Well, wouldn't you just go like, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was in The Lion King. Yes. With James, James L. Jones, Jones. Matthew Broderick, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. And then... Rowan um, Atkinson to Bill Murray. Um. Yeah. Uh, did I just make that more difficult? Well... If you're saying Bill Murray and Chevy Chase have been in a movie together. Chevy Chase was in Caddyshack. I'm pretty sure he was the main guy in Caddyshack. It's Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> How, he's terrible. How was that ever? Well, we're waiting. That's not Roger Dangerfield, but that guy's from that thing. Anyway, um, I'm going to. No, I'm doing. Bill Murray was in Caddyshack with Chevy Chase, who was in Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay. I'm going to fact check that. Okay, good. Okay. Because I've seen Caddyshack once and I thought it was an overrated piece of boomer garbage. All right. The first two people that Google mentions are Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and then Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I can't do a Rodney Dangerfield. Brian Doyle Murray. Is he the guy, well, we're waiting from that thing, that, that meme kind of thing? No, I think that's Ted Knight. Ah, right. Brian Doyle Murray plays Lou Loomis. You know him. This guy. Oh, and he talked like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, he's old. He's 78. Mm. He is uh, Bill Murray's sibling. What? Yeah. In Scrooge? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Would have been better casting. Um, we... No, it would have been better casting. Yeah. Not Bill Murray. Um, okay. Cool. That was a good one. Okay. That's oh, it. We watch it on Disney, I assume. Um, I assume so. It's a Disney movie. Uh, let's look at our friends just watch. Christmas. Um, I'll be home for Christmas 1998. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, it is rated G. Good. And it is available on Disney Plus, or you can buy it for $14 from Apple TV. It's or, not available to rent anywhere. <laughs> or buy one month yes. of Disney Plus. <laughs> Or just do a two-week free trial. No. Don't do that. Create another email address. Uh, it is ranked 14,655th. Wow. Uh, on the Just Watch rankings, whatever that means, on the streaming charts. Oh, okay. So it's, people it's, have been clicking on it. It's gone up 263 places because right. it is a Christmas movie. Cool. Okay. Uh, it'll go up another two places after we review it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode. It's got Jessica Beale in it. Oh, is she the girl that he's going home to Christmas yeah. to? Yeah. Oh. Talk about 90s hotness. Oh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Beale. Wow, seven heaven. All right, um, let's try that again. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We're watching I'll Be Home for Christmas next week. If you'd like to buy us a Christmas present, the link to support us and give us a tip is in the episode description. If you're listening on the app of your podcast app. Yeah. Uh, and if you'd like to support us in another way, then get in touch with us on the YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, rating, review. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcasts, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. 
Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly.